Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Hey everyone, welcome to our 127th episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we uh, posted a video on our Marriage on the Rocks Speakeasy Facebook group mm-hmm. of this drink recipe that Seth came up with. Yeah. It's an autumn old-fashioned. Yeah. So that's all I'll say about it. Yeah. It's so, pretty good. Yeah, so be sure to join the Marriage on the Rock Speakeasy Facebook group and uh, watch yeah. him make it. Yeah, see the video, catch the ingredients, and go out and get them and make it. Yeah. It's, I like it. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I know. I think so. I think initially when you take a sip, you're like, it just tastes like watered-down bourbon. <laughs> but the after flavor, you yeah, kind of start really to get it. the other stuff I put in it. And uh-huh. it's, that's good. Yeah, it's, I, I like it. I know. Um, and speaking of the uh, speak speakeasy facebook group um be sure to join and invite your friends we're doing a giveaway right now um of some 1821 man-made product mm-hmm. um a marriage on the rocks hat and for the ladies we are doing a zaya active gift card and some oza um bellini. Mimosas, yeah. yeah bellinis mm-hmm. so yeah be sure to to join and enter our giveaway. Um, yeah. Yeah. Rate and review us on iTunes. Screenshot it. Put it in the group for an entry. Or share the group on your social media page and let everybody know about us. And that's yes. an entry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We, we want more people. We want more interaction. And yeah. yeah. It, it's fun. <laughs> um, plus you get some cool... I don't know. I think that's cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Okay. So anyway, we are going to be talking about change versus growth today uh we i don't know i i think that i mean we've had some change episodes and we've had some growth episodes but really we don't want to go down that same path of what we have talked about in the past Mm -hmm. we today we really want to focus on just so you hear you hear a lot of people talking about how well it's inevitable you know you're going to change in throughout your relationship Mm -hmm. and i don't know i think that most of the time i think because i think when i bring up change i I bring up stuff like oh like with my ex like he oh he said he was going to change but he never changed and that's not the path that we want to go down today it's more so uh I guess not accepting someone, <laughs> not accepting someone for who they are in the relationship type thing. Yeah, but it's, and I, I, I don't know how we'll kind of hit each of those, but what we tend to see is someone use the word change or that statement that you just referred to. Well, it, you know, you're, it's inevitable you're going to change over the course of your relationship as a cop out to be or act differently down the road out of laziness Mm -hmm. Uh, so we see that but there's also that that piece of the negative connotation that a partner that may watch their spouse 
change, use it as a negative to say, oh my gosh, you've changed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so looking at, well, what do you mean by change? And do you really mean growth? Mm -hmm. And is it intentional? Is it unintentional? Is it out of laziness? Is it, I mean, are you really coming at it from the, this philosophy that time changes everything? Mm -hmm. Because I disagree with that. Flat out, I disagree with that. People don't just change because of time. Mm -hmm. People change because of experiences or tragedies or learning or what all these other things. There has to be factors that make someone change. Mm -hmm. And so I think a lot of times you will, you will, and, and you even, I hear people telling newlyweds or young couples this that you need to be aware that the person you're marrying today isn't going to be the same person 20 years from now mm -hmm. yeah they say that all the freaking yeah time. and they don't just mean they're going to get older and they're going to get gray mm -hmm. that's not what they mean i mean i think that's part of it but that's not really the intent behind it the mm -hmm. intent is really that because of time that their likes, their interests, their desires, their passion, their this stuff is just going to change. Mm -hmm. And do people change? Yes. I'm not saying that people don't change, but I am saying that time is not the reason people change mm -hmm. or yeah. don't change. Uh -huh. I know. Well, and even even with you saying about the uh, how people give that advice or or mm -hmm. tell them tell newlyweds that I do think that it is them trying to warn them yeah warn them and um and tell them to basically you need to accept it you need yeah. to accept that this is going to happen mm -hmm. you so they could do whatever they want with their change or whatever mm -hmm. they will they are going to be a completely different person down the road. So you just need to accept that they're going to be different. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, and, and, that, and that's, that's where when, when someone gives it as a warning, they're not talking about growth. When someone, some, someone that's been married 40 years tells a brand new person that's in a relationship or newlywed that, look, this woman across the aisle from you today isn't going to be the same person 20 years from now. They don't mean, oh, they're going to gain a lot of life experience and they're going to be smarter and they're going to be more outgoing mm -hmm. and they're going to have new interests and they're going to have drive and ambition. That's not what the fuck they're talking about. They're talking to your point mm -hmm. that they're going to turn into something that you may not like that's different than what you're looking at today. Mm -hmm. And I don't I don't necessarily mean physically. I, I mean all kinds of stuff. Yeah. They're going to be more boring. They're going to have less interest. It's, it's this big negative piece of change is bad. Mm -hmm. And that's how it's presented in that, that, that format that, mm -hmm. you know, you just got to be aware that this shit's going to happen. They're, mm -hmm. they're going to be a different person. They're going to be a pain in the ass. They're, you know, you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna love them the same way that you love them now. But your love, is, and and then then they try to spin that love like that's what's matured. Uh -huh. You're gonna need a more mature love later on to love this new person. Uh -huh. Shut the fuck up. Really? <laughs> yeah. No, that's not true. Right. Well, I think that the whole reason why these people give that advice or or tell these newlyweds these types of things is because they are completely unhappy in their own relationship. Mm -hmm. And they are accepting the bad in their relationship now. And 
well, maybe if someone would have told me 25 years ago that my partner was going to change and that things would be different, that I would be happier or that I would have known what to expect. Mm-hmm. And... It, they, yeah, they, they present it like it's this courteous heads up. Yeah. When it's, not. it's just a big downer. Yeah, I know. And so, I mean, my advice to the newlyweds would be like, don't fucking listen to that person. Now, if you picked a shit partner yeah, that you maybe. don't have anything in common yeah. with and they're going to get lazy, then I'm not saying the. I'm, once again, I'm not saying that that it's that people 20 years later aren't like, oh my gosh, they did change. I, I, I recognize that that happens. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's not by accident. Mm-hmm. It's not that it's this inevitable thing that is going to happen. Yes, I do believe that people look back 20 years for, or look back in 20 years from now and be like, geez, yeah, my partner did change a lot. Mm-hmm. But why? Did they, why did they change? Because you don't mean change in a positive light like the word growth. Mm-hmm. There is no negative connotation you can put on the word growth. Growth is good. Mm-hmm. Growth is always good. Mm-hmm. And even if you're growing apart from someone, the growth is usually, is, is always a good thing taking you in a bright direction. It's just somebody else doesn't Stay see there. it that way. Uh-huh. And I think that that's, that's where you have that partner. Um, and and, and we, we hear things like this a lot from people that reach out or people we talk to or, 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 or relationships we've seen fall apart that you have a couple that seem like they're on the same page and one partner says, you know what, I want more. And I don't mean I want more out of my partner or the relationship. I want more for me. So I'm going to go back to school. Mm -hmm. I'm going to learn a new trade. I'm going to change jobs. I'm going to get new friends. I'm going to spend less time with my toxic family members and more time with my non-toxic family members or whatever the decisions they make to take better strides in their own life and their Mm self-development. They go down that path while the partner doesn't do shit. They don't go along for the journey. They just sit back and watch and then as this other partner that is going on this journey starts to get more enlightened and they start to have new experiences and they start to be a more well-rounded human being, they all of a sudden don't like the rut of a boring life that they have with their partner. And mm-hmm. so the partner that was left behind is like, you've changed. Ever since you started doing fill-in-the-blank, you've changed. Mm-hmm. And they obviously mean that in a negative. Mm-hmm. And that's the type of person to be like, I knew when we got married, somebody told me that 20 years from now, you'd be a totally different person. You are. Now, in that instance, your change was good. You grew as a person. They just chose not to grow with you. So they don't look at it as growth. Mm -hmm. They look at it as the almighty negative change. Well, and it's hard for people to be in that situation where, for I think for both people, really, I think that... Yeah, we could say all day that the other partner that is all pissed off about them changing is just a shit partner. Mm -hmm. But I think that sometimes those people are like, I was happy with the way things were. Right. There, There is this gap of... I think my life is pretty good. I think mm-hmm. our life is pretty good. What do you need to change for it? And they take it as this personal attack that you're not fulfilled with this. And and I think a lot of times if, if that person would step back and be like, 
fulfilled in what? What what is so fulfilling about your life? Just because you don't have headaches and worries and things like that or, or whatever it is doesn't mean that your life is fulfilling. Mm-hmm. And just because somebody else's fulfillment level is lower doesn't mean that somebody else has to dumb their fulfillment level down. Mm-hmm. And when you have a partner that's not willing to grow with you, that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. And it's one of those things where if 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 one partner feels the need to grow, the other partner should feel that same need. Mhm. Yeah. I know. Well, and it's like how how do they become how do they get on the same page with it? Like do do you just kind of one person start and I think that I mean it's it's it happens in um, we always, I guess, refer back to the fitness type stuff. Mm-hmm. But when when one person is trying to better themselves in the fitness world and you know get in shape or get healthy, and the other one, they kind of they see for a little bit like, okay, wow, I guess I guess they're taking this serious, mm-hmm. um, and then they're they start to almost mimic what the other partner is doing. But with certain things, it doesn't happen like that, though. Mm-mm. It doesn't... The person the person that is just kind of happy with the way things are, they're not always going to... They're not going to want to change because they are already happy. But the other partner is just kind of trying to figure things out for themselves. Well, and I think that, and that that kind of takes us down another a different path. I don't think we really thought about talking about, but you, I think you do see people that prematurely settle down and start a family or a married life with a partner, and then realize I didn't get to accomplish some of the stuff I wanted to accomplish, and now I want to. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're more stable financially. Maybe. The kids are a little older and I can go back to school and I can get a master's degree or or maybe now's a good time for me to change career paths or, or whatever. And it's I don't want to say that, you know, windows close for those opportunities because that's not true. <clears throat> but I think that what a lot of that is a reflection of is almost this I don't know if I'd say regret either, but it, I guess it's kind of what I initially said about it that it's this this realization that I didn't get to accomplish this yet, and I want to accomplish this. And the other person doesn't get that. I mean, mm-hmm. if if you if you told me today I'm going to go back to school and get a PhD, mm-hmm. I would not go and enroll in school to do the same thing. Right. I fucking hate school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. And so I don't know if that changes our tune on how we would look at that Mm -hmm. does that mean that i'm not growing with you Mm -hmm. if i decided not to do that can you truly be supportive because i'll tell you what with with my my last marriage she wanted to go back to school Mm -hmm. and she wanted to get a degree and i would probably tell it like i was supportive but i wasn't i was really i I wasn't supportive i was really like oh if you want to do it fine Mm mm-hmm 
And then it was kind of like, okay, you are never doing anything with us. Mm. You are using school as your, you know, from my perspective, an excuse to not go with us to do anything, to not go to to camping trips, to not go to uh, amusement parks, to not go to not live a life with your husband and child because you want to do school. So mm-hmm. I started to resent her quote unquote growth mm-hmm. at the time, and I, I I don't I was never like oh you've changed or anything like that because mm-hmm. she was still the same person she acted the same way, mm-hmm. but it was obviously apparent that she that was her number one priority mm-hmm. and i mean she it's not like she had to go back and finish a few credits she needed to get a full four-year degree mm-hmm. and get a bachelor's degree and so it was just school after school after school after school and i wasn't supportive mm-hmm. it, it got old quick yeah well i bet and then because like i look at i even i even have this client that is um, going to um, nurse practitioner and um, school and getting her doctorate as well. Mm-hmm. And with her, she she's growing herself. Mm-hmm. And she... Well, right now she doesn't feel so good because she doesn't feel like she's contributing that much. But... Financially. Financially. Mm-hmm. And so, like, she knows and her husband both know that... They are... It's an investment. Yeah, they are... It's going to be better in the long run for both of them. And so, I don't know. I mean, I know that, like, maybe it just depends on the partner that you... Like, if if you if that was with me mm-hmm. instead of your ex, would you have... Would you be more supportive about it, though? I... Probably, because I like you more. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and I think like with my even with my client, I think that she and her husband like each other. Is 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 there a difference? And in, in I don't even know how to word this right. Is there a difference in? And I, I don't mean this negative. I don't know how to not say it. We're probably going to kind of feel that way. Is there a difference in one partner trying to catch up to another partner? Mm. then if you have, you know, two partners that dropped out of high school when they were 15 and they're both can't hold a job and they can't do anything, they're, they're for the most part, losers, and one of them says, I'm sick of this, I'm going back to school. And the other one says, uh, you don't need any school. And I mean, that's a totally different situation. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess, like, from your client's perspective... Her husband doesn't have a doctorate, does he? Mm-mm. But financially, he's doing good. Good. Uh-huh. And she wants to contribute equally. Mm-hmm. And so for her to get that, she's taking this path to get there. Mm-hmm. I think that's different. Because it's not like... He's not stagnant. There's not that you have two stagnant partners and one says, Okay, I'm going to better myself and one gets left behind. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't want to put it to... Because, I, I, well, shit, I guess we could look at us. I don't look at us as I'm, I'm way up here mm-hmm. in, in my self-development. I don't have a doctorate or master's or any of that crap either. <laughs> but career-wise and financially, I've been very successful. Mm-hmm. Which has afforded us 
opportunity for you to do the things that you want to do the way you do them with mm-hmm. with training and all that stuff but so it's never been posed as this this well you need to catch up with me mm-hmm. but if you if you did decide well i want to you know what i want to make as much as you mm-hmm. and i want to have you know some kind of comparable career as you just monetarily and for me to do that i've got to go to school to get there mm-hmm I think, of course, we would have a conversation like, well, why do you feel that you need to do this? Yeah. Are you sure that's the best thing? But even if you were like, you know what, I, I just, I feel like I need to do this. I need to, I really want to get this accomplished just for me, whatever. Yes, I would be supportive. Mm-hmm. But I think that, I don't know if I'm better now at seeing what the light at the end of the tunnel would be mm-hmm. than I was then. And that's why. Or because I just care about you more <laughs> because you're a better partner. You know, what? I don't know what the factors are that would make me different. Yeah. Maybe I'm just different because time changes everything and <laughs> I'm just different now. And I've changed. Right. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But, you know, but all those factors, I think, would, would drive why I would probably handle that differently now. Mm-hmm. And, and and going back to my ex, I didn't look at it as competition. I didn't look at it as initially as, as uh, well, I don't want you going to school and learning shit because then you'll learn you don't need me, you know, or anything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't that at all. I was financially still contributing more mm-hmm. even after she got her degree. And that was another thing that pissed her off was... She was like, how the hell did I go to school and get these degrees and you're still making more than me? Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't have a good answer for you there. Mm-hmm. But there, I, she was really trying to play that, not just catch up, but kind of pass me. Yeah. Competition. Yeah. She looked at it, and I didn't look at her as competition, mm-hmm. but I think she looked at me as, as competition mm-hmm. on that stuff, which obviously means you're not functioning as a unit. Yeah. Because you I shouldn't know. be in competition with one another. I know, and I think that's another thing, like, because you you should genuinely want each of you to do well mm-hmm. and and not not be irritated that well, one person makes more money or whatever. I don't have, when it comes to that stuff, I don't, that, that's not a, that doesn't fall in my, my pride wheelhouse. My... And I've said it on here before. If if you ended up coming into a situation where you could be the breadwinner and I didn't ever have to lift yeah. a finger, yeah. I would not feel bad about that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't feel like I'm not contributing. I wouldn't feel like, oh, my manhood took a hit. I <laughs> I would be happy as shit. <laughs> yeah. So I don't look at it that way, but I know some guys that do. Uh-huh. And so because of that, they... They form this weird level of competition mm-hmm. with their partner. Like, well, you can you can do a little bit, but don't ever do as good as I am. I know. I think that there are there is like quite a few guys that are like that mm-hmm. too. I don't understand it. It's like, dude, like at least your wife is is doing well for right. herself, and at least you have a worthwhile woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, There's somebody that wants to improve. Yeah, but I think that. I think when you when you have but but I I guess kind of going back to being on the same page. Even the example you gave with your client or us talking about about ourselves, you can't head down that path and then try to get on the same page. That's something you need to be on the same page about before. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's where when you see people get into new interests, 
or hobbies or things or, or stuff like that. Going back to cliche things like communication mm-hmm. is, is very important with, you know, one of my one of my girlfriends at work, they're they're really into roller derby. Mm-hmm. That sounds fun. I used to watch it when I was a kid. I think I could probably be pretty good at roller derby. <laughs> I want to go every Saturday and and play roller do roller derby, whatever it is. I don't know why I thought of roller derby, yeah. but it just popped in my head. You know, I think that there is that really growth, or is that just something you're kind of getting into? Yeah. But you don't know the domino effect of what something that seems like a little change and where you see that part of it feels like they get left behind is they're initially kind of going back to what I did with my ex in the school with, oh yeah, do whatever makes you happy. Mm -hmm. But you don't realize what that little change is. And and where you see it with the fitness stuff is especially, I've never seen it with guys, but I see it with women where a woman is like, you know what, I'm not happy with how I look. I'm tired of seeing all my my throwback Thursday pics of when I was I was young and petite and in shape and thin and felt good about myself and had more confidence. I want to feel like that again. And the husband is like, well, hell yeah. I'm not going to tell you to not lose weight and look great. Yeah. Go at it. I'm not going to tell you to do that because then I'm the asshole. But I'm not going to stifle that if that's what you want to do. So he's like, hell yeah, I'm supportive. Here's money for a gym membership. Here's money for a trainer. Here's money for leggings. You know, whatever it is, I will support that because they feel that they're going to benefit from her physical change. Mm-hmm. But what that male and that husband doesn't don't realize or fail to realize at that point in time is all the other things that happen once they start to become successful at that, their confidence gets mm-hmm. better, their ambition changes, their drive changes, their tolerance for things change. And as that male that decides not to go to the gym, and he may say, hey, do I have to do it with you? And she's like, no. He's like, fine, I really support you. And that's how a lot of guys approach it. And, and maybe it's not. Maybe it's something else. Yeah. But what ends up happening is, they start to they start to grow. Going back to what we said at the beginning, mm-hmm. they they start to become a more well-rounded individual. They start their perspective starts to change about stuff. They start to reprioritize, you know, how they eat, how they sleep, how they feel, what they in, what they engage with, what they they tend to do. And if you want to just sit at home and drink beer and eat DoorDash all the fucking time, now your new fit partner doesn't want to do that, and you're going to be like, well, you've changed. Yeah. When it's like, no, she told you, this is I want to do this. Yeah. You chose to not do it with me, so I haven't changed. I've grown. Mm-hmm. I've grown. You mm-hmm. haven't grown. So either grow the fuck up with me, or you need to accept the fact that we're going to have a major difference now. Well, and that's what sucks is like, because, and sometimes because of this growth, people you kind of put a wedge in between mm-hmm. each other in the relationship and there that's when the other partner needs to needs to step up yeah and and do something for themselves i mean for themselves for the relationship mm-hmm. i guess not necessarily just for themselves because they they want to get back at the partner for them changing. Well, I think that that's where, I, and, and even just kind of looking at myself, 
if going back to the scenario we would give, if you if you decided you wanted to go get a degree mm-hmm. or, or whatever you wanted to do education wise, you wanted to take something else on. If I didn't want to do that, my course of action should not be well every you know Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Crystal is at school. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna play video games for the whole time she's gone. Yeah, because I'm not growing. I would look at that, most guys would look at that and be like, oh, cool, I've got free time to do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do the most laziest fucking thing I can think of. Yeah. Now, I do take advantage of being able to play video games when I can right now, but mm-hmm. that would that's because it's kind of like this. Mm-hmm. If you were going to go do that, I would probably spend more time working out. Mm-hmm. I would spend more time eating clean. I, I would do something more self-development, whether it's get more certifications maybe it may not be i want to go get a degree but you know i'll wrap up whatever fitness certification i want or mm-hmm. or, or or do something like that so that's how even if you don't do the exact thing they're doing that's how you prevent from being left behind mm-hmm. that's how you invest in your own growth and don't feel like your partner has changed mm-hmm. because you're growing as well. Yeah. You just may be growing in a different area than they are. But it doesn't mean you're growing apart. No. And it doesn't mean you both have to be growing in that same specific avenue. But your relationship will continue to grow. Mm-hmm. And you are you are growing together just in different fields. Yeah, and I think with doing that, I think that it's going to to be better for for your relationship. Because then... Like, the partner that initially decided to do something and change, they see that. Mm-hmm. They see, oh my gosh, cool. Like, my boyfriend or husband or whatever is wanting to to do something with themselves, too. Mm-hmm. And it's not just me wanting to do something on my own and... and I don't know. I mean, because I, 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 I think about, like, in my previous relationship... Me, I never really, I, I, I always said I wanted to go back to school and stuff. And then it was just, I, I couldn't afford it. And I guess you make up any excuse that mm-hmm. anybody does. And really, if I would have done something like that, I probably would have recognized early on that... How stagnant he was. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. But... I never did, so I was kind of stuck in the same rut that he was. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think that uh, that as long as you're both heading in the same mm-hmm. same direction uh, on your on if you're both your going up, group. yeah, if you're both going up, <laughs> yeah. Even not if you're on the exact same ride, but you're uh-huh. both going up. Mm-hmm. And growing that that that's it's good. a really good scenario. Uh-huh. Yeah. But you you one of you can't just decide to not do anything while the other one is growing. Mm-hmm. And once again, I, I don't mean that if if one of you is is the sole breadwinner and you've had great career success all this time, and your partner you know hasn't been co- contributing financially now they want to take the steps and the means and the education and and they have the desire and the want to to contribute equally to you i'm not saying that th- th- that's a different situation I-, I really look at it as you know kind of from that you know all things created equal that 
both of you are on the same starting point, and one of you takes extra steps to get ahead while the other one doesn't. Mm-hmm. Not that one of you are ahead and the other one's trying to catch up, and the one ahead needs to keep going farther farther out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that that's where that keeps it from developing into competition. That keeps from resentment setting in. That keeps this this oh you've changed type of mentality from happening if you can invest in some personal growth as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that that's where when you have that partner that's like, well, what's wrong? Why I don't want to change. I don't. I'm fulfilled. I think that sometimes, unfortunately, that is a reflection opportunity to say, well, we we may not have the same goals. Mm-hmm. How do you see our life in twenty years? I mean, if you, if you don't want to invest in yourself, if you're happy with your same minimum wage job and us living paycheck to paycheck, I don't want to do that for the rest of my life. We can't retire like that. I don't want to live in an apartment the rest of my life. I want a house. I want a yard. I want a dog. I want a kid. I want, you know, whatever that is. And you aren't taking the steps to get us there. And I'm not taking the steps to get us there, but I'm ready to. But once again, if you're in that type of situation... Both of you have to take the steps. Mm-hmm. And if your partner isn't interested in doing that, then they've really kind of helped you reprioritize or prioritize what is important to them. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, I don't know. I think that like with... Um... And guys are notorious for that, for oh. not wanting to change. Oh, well, what, What's wrong? What? Why do we need to change? Why? I mean, that's the same reason people are in relationships forever and the guy won't ever propose. Yeah. Because they just... If nobody's holding fire to their feet, they don't do anything. Yeah. And so that that's unfortunately a lazy male trait that you see in way too many guys out there. Yeah. They just they just want to like like I said, they they are well, I'm cool. I'm cool with just the way things yeah. are. Well, we can And they have a lack of vision. They have no vision for what the future is gonna look well, like. Well, I know, and I think that like when when I was uh with my ex and I I don't. I, I don't like to say that I gave him the ultimatum because I don't think that I necessarily. I don't think it was necessarily an ultimatum, but uh, when I was like, you know, what what's what's going on here? Mm-hmm. You know, like how how are we going to move forward? Are we are we going to get married? Are we going to get engaged? Because that's what happens next, or that's what should happen mm-hmm. at least i thought and uh, and so you know i ended up forcing him into an engagement and and i think his mom did the same thing to him too you know well you know that's that's just what happens next is you need to to mm-hmm. do that when he was just happy with the way things were right. and the well, and i guess like how they uh, you know the the what what is the what's the saying the cow you can't get you can't get the yeah why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free yeah uh huh and it was that type of mentality mm-hmm. that he had it's like well well that's fine we'll just we'll just be together mm-hmm. we don't have to get married right and and I do think that guys um, end up I don't know convincing their girls that that's okay yeah this is just that's just how things are gonna be and it's okay to to not Mm -hmm. get married and and it's like 
I don't know. I I honestly well, and, don't believe that women. Well, and then the the, the problem, the pr- big problem I have with that, and we could probably do a full episode on that aspect alone. But my big problem with that is men that tend to do that start to point to unrealistic examples as to why that's a good idea. Well, look at look at Eddie Murphy and his girlfriend. They've been together forever. Okay, if you made millions of dollars, you don't have to marry your girlfriend. Yeah, Goldie Hawn and Goldie Kurt Hawn Russell. and Kurt Russell. Yeah, yeah that's the biggest. Okay, one. you aren't Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. Yeah, you aren't yeah. making multi- millions of dollars per movie. You have a part-time job at best and mm-hmm. you're lazy as shit mm-hmm. so don't don't allow your man to use unrealistic examples to compare you guys to because mm-hmm. he's just fucking lazy yeah. that's all it is he's lazy and he's scared you need to dump him <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know yeah and especially if you're if you're wanting to grow and you're wanting to do better for yourself you need to get out of that yeah like that's there it's not gonna get better mm-hmm. and He's just going to be the same lazy dude as he was two months ago. Yeah. <laughs> or he is right now. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's why I said that the guys that have that type of mentality, they don't have vision. Mm-hmm. They have zero vision for the future. Mm-hmm. And if you ask them, what, where, where do you see yourself in five years? And if they say, oh, you know, in five years, I'd like, I see myself with a house and a car. Okay, they, when they list their list of shit they're never going to get. Well, what are you doing right now to get that? What are you doing tomorrow to get that? Mm-hmm. And if they aren't doing anything, that shit is not going to just fucking fall out of thin air and well, land in their lap. So, you know, that little, that quote, and I, I know we've shared it before in the past, um, a man with dreams needs a woman with vision. Mm-hmm. So how does that, how does that woman become that woman with vision for that man with a big dream? Do you think? Oh, I don't think I like that quote. I think you both have to have vision. Mm-hmm. One of you can't be a fucking dreamer mm-hmm. who, oh man, it's going to be so nice. One of these days we're going to have, and I, I hate that. And that's one thing that I don't know if, if, it's, if it's just something I never noticed before, but it's something I see in this, in this generation of, these, of people right now that are kind of in their early to mid-30s mm-hmm. that still don't have anything to show for their life. Whether they've got kids, whether they're married, they don't have, they don't own their car, they don't own a house, they don't have a good, great job, they don't have a career, they're still trying to find themselves. And they they have this, oh man, it's going to be so great, one of these days we're going to have this and that. You can't have that dreamer and then a person that has to keep reining in the horse Mm -hmm. that's, you know, or the dog that's chasing the shiny car down the street every time it passes by. Yeah. You need someone that's more realistic. Yeah, and I think that if you're with one of those daydreamers and you say, well, here's my vision. Can you see, do you, you know, here's the vision I have of where we're going to be at in the future. Do you, do you see that? Do you understand it? Do you recognize that? Is that is that something you can envision as well? Mm-hmm. And hopefully they can. And if they can't, then sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, then, you know, then they're just going to keep being a dreamer. I mean, what's the one I shared every year that Usain Bolt said? That, um, I don't know. Dreams don't cost anything. Goals do. The goals take actual steps and planning to hit those goals. It can't just be something that you like to talk about or mention or feel better bringing up or discussing with your partner. Goals actually have to require a freaking plan 
to achieve. Mm -hmm. And so I think having, you know, having, you know, I I think that you can have a partner that's a, that's more of a visionary than the other one, but you can't have one that's one that is just a complete dreamer and one that's just a complete visionary. Yeah. That would be better than two daydreamers that aren't ever going to do shit (laughs) anyway. And we've seen that multiple times. Uh Uh, These, you know, those, those are other ones that just think, over time, we're just we're gonna own a house one day. Uh-huh. Just okay. Well, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing to to make sure that 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 growth is happening? Yeah. Your in your future, your future is gonna be most predictable based on your present and what you've done up to this point. So if you've been with the same partner for you know five years and your life isn't any better now. Why the fuck do you think it's going to be better five years from now, mm-hmm. in 10 years, in 15, in 20? So that's one of the things that as we kind of hit this point in the year and we're winding down, I don't, I don't necessarily have to publicly put it out there, but I always, I always re- review the current year to the last, mm-hmm. like, like a bank statement. Like if you're, if you're trying to save money, you should be looking at your bank statements and ensuring that you have more money in your account Every month that moves on. And I look at that with our progression and our own growth. Well, what have we done differently this year? That, that Why are we in a better situation now than we were this time last year? Yeah. And the funny thing about that is even if in 2020, based on all the shit that's happened, if you've used everything that's happened this year as an excuse as to why you're still in a shit position, that's on you. That's not 2020's fault. That's your fault. Mm-hmm. But I think that even going through everything that's happened in 2020, I can already start to look at things that are better this year than last last year. year. I know. And if you can find one to three things every year, that's how you look. Then you look back five years or ten years like, wow, look how far we've come. Mm -hmm. If you're just taking some type of step every year, you're moving forward. Yeah. You're growing. You're progressing. You're finding yourself in a better situation. And if you have that setback, get the fuck back on the horse and move on. Mm-hmm. Don't wallow in it. And, and I think that that's one of the big problems that these daydreamer type of people have is it's all fun and, and great games to talk about what you're going to have and what you want to have and what your dream house is going to look like and what your dream car is going to look like while you're either not working or working a shit job and then you get laid off and you're like, oh, my Gosh, I'm never going to get that. Well, you weren't going to get that with your job you had anyway. Mm-hmm. So You just said you were yeah. going to do it. But and you- now you're using not having that shit job as excuses to why you're not going to get uh-huh. it. When you should just shut the fuck up and straighten yourself out and go make something of it. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And so, I know. But I think going back to the initial change thing, one of the things I did want to either ask you about or we can talk about is what about the person that uses that word change as that excuse to not do anything or to an excuse to I guess change for the worse oh gosh you know what I mean yeah like like kind of going back to what we initially whenever we kicked it off when you have that person that that you know puts out on social media that uh you know, we're, we're, we're all going to change over time. Mm-hmm. You know, what do they really mean by that? Mm-hmm. And because they, they don't mean it as a positive. They don't mean it as growth. Mm-hmm. They mean that, you know, I've, I've gained weight. 
I've, you know, given up, I've, whatever it is there. And then they say, well, yeah, well, duh, we all change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what do you do but with then, that? Like with someone that like purposely wants to change in the wrong direction? No, not that they purpose, but no, I'm just saying this is that, that type of example right there. Just uh, looking at the word change. Yeah. Saying uh-huh. that. Using change, using the the thought process and philosophy that everybody changes as the excuse. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, they and I, there's way too many people that do that, mm-hmm. and those people. I mean, like I said in the beginning, they are completely unhappy, and. It's like they blame the the change word as to why they're unhappy. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I'm I'm stuck in this rut, mm-hmm. but you know that's just life because things change over time. I know, and I think that that's the thing is like making the the excuse that well, that's this is just how life goes. Mm-hmm. Life life happens, and so everything that Everything negative that is changing in my life is just because that's just just life, mm-hmm. and I think that we should just just accept it for how it is. And um, I guess uh, I'm trying to think the cards that you're dealt. You know, like oh yeah, playing the hand that you're dealt. Yeah, exactly. And um, and it's like, well, it, you don't you don't realize people like that's what. It doesn't have to be so negative. It doesn't change. Doesn't have to be negative. Right. And I like how what you said before how change can can be the word change can be a a negative thing or it can be a positive thing. Mm-hmm. But and it's and it's really the way that you look at it. Right. But the word growth is always going to be a positive thing. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be good. You're always Growth means that you're growing and you're moving in the right right direction. Well, I think a lot of times when people use the change as an excuse, realistically, the problem was they didn't change. Mm-hmm. So, for example, and and I know I know people don't like hearing this, but I'm going to go to the weight gain thing. Your metabolism is going to slow down. That's going to change. It's going to be easier for you to gain weight as you get older. That's going to change. Mm-hmm. There are certain things that happen in life that you need to change with. And so you can either say, well, my metabolism slowed down because I've gotten older. I can't enjoy the foods I wanted because I've gotten older. I can't. You know, every time I drink a beer now, it goes straight to my ass or my belly or whatever. Uh, that's just part of getting old. Well, if you know that that's going to happen, the way to combat negative change is with positive change Mm -hmm. you know so don't do those things (laughs) yeah i know fucking be adaptable Uh change along with it Uh you should know oh wow i'm in my 30s now i can't eat two large pizzas every night and drink a case of beer every saturday i'm gonna get fat doing that so in order to not let that change happen automatically i'm going to change so that that doesn't happen i know well, and uh, and I, it's not even like being, I'm you like with the person that is 
uh, actually changing or, you know, wanting to change. They're actually being proactive about it. Mm-hmm. And it's not even that the other person is being reactive. It's just they're not doing yeah, anything you at just, all. Yeah, you just sit down and blame change when mm-hmm. it's like the, the, the biggest disservice you did to yourself was not changing. Big, you, you yeah. didn't change your diet. You didn't change your life. That didn't change. You're only hurting yourself. Yeah, so change for the better. Yeah. And that's not even growth. That's just just being adaptable. I know. I mean. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, but, but I think that, that that's where I see a lot of that when people are like, when they use it as that excuse. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, it's not that things changed. You didn't change and you should have changed. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's, you know, that's something that people need to need to be aware of. But, but there's just too many people that use it as a cop-out. They use it as a flat cop-out as, as an excuse to not change, mm-hmm. to not do what they need to do to avoid something negative happening. They would rather let the negative happen and be able to feel comfortable blaming it on some mythological thing that was not really a factor. It was all you 100% of the time. Because they can sleep better at night because of that. Yeah, I know. They, I think that these people that blame it, they just, they don't want, I don't know if they, they just don't want to be. They they don't want to better their situation. They just don't want to feel bad about their bad situation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I and think they want, good. they want sympathy from the masses. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And, I mean, I'll tell you right now, you're not getting sympathy from us yeah. at all. Because we, we believe in growth. We believe in change. We know that people are going to change. Mm-hmm. We know that. And it's not, we're not making a negative thing about changing. We know that we're going to change throughout our, our relationship. But it's not going to be bad change. Right. It's going to be good change for both of us. And we're both going to grow and and change in the in the right direction and that's where if if things out of your control happen that pivot towards this change that's where you know to what you said you need to be reactive to it Mm -hmm. and as i said be adaptable and then go with the change or pivot your direction and either change in line with it or change against it to prevent whatever it is Um, because i think a lot of people will tend to use those that uncontrollable piece as you know well i couldn't avoid this or Mm -hmm. or i you know i didn't change or you know i was headed down this path but then this you know and whatever and it once again it just really goes back to people that use excuses Mm -hmm. yeah so don't yeah that irritates me yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i don't know i think that uh I mean, I, I just, I mean, I, I think the overall point of it was really just when you, when you use the word change, are you using it as an excuse? Are you using it as an uncontrollable means as to why you did or didn't do something? Or are you really talking about growth? Either watching someone grow without you or you are experiencing growth yourself. Um, and they can all be good. Yeah. But depending on where you're sitting at the table may change your perspective of it yeah. on, on how you feel about it. So do you really mean change, you know, or do you mean lack of change or do you mean growth? I know. 
I think that like being able to look at look at change and just I guess kind of take a step back and and if your partner is changing and and you start to you start to almost resent them and stuff or um looking at them doing better and stuff I think that you you need to take a step back and like really look at the whole situation and and think about it and and kind of I guess uh self do some self-reflection and well ask yourself what can what can I do mm-hmm. what can I do to to make myself better and you know my partner actually is doing all of these things to to grow and am I doing anything I guess kind of ask yourself yeah am I am I doing anything to to head in their same path mm-hmm. um but, and then for, I'm trying to think, like, for the partner that is changing, that their their partner's not growing, or... I think that you you need to engage them initially. I mean, you don't, you don't want to intentionally leave your partner in the dust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, but you, you can't drag somebody kicking and screaming. I mean, they're a grown adult. If they don't want to go along for the ride they don't want to go along for the ride and you may have to have a very difficult conversation with this mm-hmm. um, but I think that that's where you you if you're willing if you're wanting to change and improve yourself you you do need to realize that your partner may not see the need to do exactly what you're doing and be aware of that and so their version of their own growth may be different than yours mm-hmm. and and I think and, and I guess going even back to my own situation with what what my ex did, because I think at face value, I'd be like, well, she was doing education. I was just stagnant. Well, that's not true. That entire time is where Seth and I connected the most. Mm-hmm. And I was able to, because she chose to remove herself so much from the family dynamic, I grew as a parent. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he and I did so much together because of that. So that was... Yeah, it wasn't going back to school. I wasn't making any money for it, but the long-term investment was he and I have a much better relationship than he and her do. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so it, it could, and I'm not saying that that's the best example, but it doesn't, just if you decide to go to school or you decide to change careers, you decide to go to the, the gym or whatever it is you're doing for your growth, your partner may not do those things, but be aware that maybe they are doing something. Yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah. Hopefully, while you're out at the gym at school, he's not just sitting home watching porn or playing video games. <laughs> yeah, I know. So yeah, maybe maybe their growth is more investment with the kids. Maybe it's more, mm-hmm. you know, investment in self reflection. And don't be upset about that. Yeah, maybe they, they decide are to growing yeah, with the kids, and you're not spend more time and invest in their friendships mm-hmm. or their family. You know, yeah. so I know. Yeah. But I think that I think that yeah. pretty much wraps it up. I don't really have anything else to add. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. So yeah, as always, thank you all for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks.